Well, it's another Monday night, and besides, hey, listen, tonight is going to be a wild night. We're talking about abortion rights. We're talking about Uchi coochies and all the new mandates passed down by the Florida Supreme Court or U.S. Supreme Court. We'll be back. Fellas, listen, we're still paying tribute to the late, great Kevin Samuels. And just like usual, before we start the show, we're going off, going off script. Uh, listen, let me get, let me find my thing. <laughs> All right. Hey, we're going off script real quick. Hey, uh, every week I got to deal with certain things, man. And I look at my little brother, Jay Bowden's secret agent, whatever you want to call him. The boy wearing Hoochie Daddy shorts. The boy got muscles all in his ass. Mario has been, you know, swollen. And I just feel like y'all forgot who I was. And I don't feel like I don't get enough respect. You know, I might have a little tummy action. I might have a lot of it. But I tell you what, I think it's time that we change. And I really wanted to find some motivation. So we all been talking about fitness. Y'all been putting all these videos up about losing weight and getting in shape. And the person that talked the most about it is Zay. Zay, you look skinny, but you fat as hell too. So just to let you know. So this challenge is going to go out. So I see Chris doing his 50 million push-ups and Mario doing what he do best. And Zay, I cannot confirm that he actually does those exercises. So tonight, let's make a fish. Let's make it official. So tonight, I, w- I think we should all go somewhere, somebody that can verify what you weigh, your body fat, and all of that, and let's see what we look like in 30 days. Don, Zay is fat. You don't see behind those ostrich-flavored shirts. All right. So before we start, I'm going to bring on a person I call uh, Dr. Burgess. Uh, she owns... Uh, Vita, 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 Wellness. I'm a murderer, but she is an expert when it comes to weight loss. All right. So let's welcome her to the screen, fellas. Hello, Miss Burgess. Hello, fellas. Hello, fellas. How are no, you? No. How you doing, Miss Burgess? Hear me? I'm on my phone. Uh, I got a new laptop and I didn't get a chance to like fully set everything up. So I'm like struggling over here. Well, welcome to Showbiz. Well, and, well, well, well Miss Bird. I'm just going back. Okay, well, listen. <laughs> you own a you run a whole weight loss facility. Yes. You make the commercials where you're giving people shots to get through, get rid of the fat. So you got all kind of tricks going on over there, right? These guys are in shape. I'm probably the least in shape of all of the group. So. We want to actually, I'm going to have you be my personal representative to document my weight loss during this challenge. I don't know what the details will be of this challenge, but maybe you can give us some insight, these quick two minutes, on what we need to do to lose weight. Because all of these guys are doing exercises, and I don't know if they're being impactful. 
So first, just start off. It's basically the portion control. How much are you eating? When you sit down for lunch, what type of lunch are you having? Are you eating like for two people or one person? Um, and what time of the day are you eating? So if you're eating like, okay, today you guys are doing a show at 9 o'clock. I hope you guys already had dinner because 9 o'clock is definitely too late to be eating. Like, So you want to have your last meal at 8 o'clock. So that would help shed some pounds off. And also watching your portion control because you can exercise three times a week. But if you're not watching your portions, it can become a problem. Also, nutrients. If you don't if you don't have the proper vitamins to help you lose weight, that can be an issue as well. And also dehydration is a big thing because sometimes we feel like we're we're hungry or starving, but we're actually dehydrated. So increasing your water intake, especially in a hot summer month, um, it's hot, hot we're sweating more, um, we're moving around more. So definitely focus on hydration is really big thing. And are you taking your vitamins on a daily day basis um, to help you with your weight loss journey? Because we don't realize that as we lose weight, we lose nutrients. And when you're breaking down your fat cells, because the fat cell has been in our body for so long, it has toxins to come with it. So when it breaks down, it releases toxins in your body. So that's why it's important to also detox your body when it comes to weight loss. So those toxins are not sitting around. Word. Thank you. I think that's definitely my problem. And the biggest thing is when it comes to weight loss, don't focus on dieting. I don't push dieting in my clinic because I feel like that's a waste of time because if I push dieting in the clinic, you're going to be back to see me in six months. So we focus on lifestyle changes. That's how I try to get my clients focused on don't focus on eating for comfort or for fun. Focus on eating for nutrients. Like food is actually medicine to our body. So if you consume junk, your body is going to feel like junk. So it's really like you are what you eat. It sounds like a cliche saying, but you truly are what you eat. If you eat fast food, then your body is going to feel sluggish. It's going to be backed up. You're going to be constipated. You're going to have all type of uh, stomach issues as well. You're going to have skin breaks break out so eat eating um is a your nutrients is a big part and it creates a domino effect in your body you don't have the proper nutrients in your body mm. i agree with what you're saying about you all what you eat because i eat a lot of jerk chicken but um i wanted to ask you a question <laughs> i wanted to ask you a question do you you said something about detoxing what do you suggest and do you also suggest fasting even if it's intermediate so if it's safe for you to fast, I would recommend intermittent fasting. But before you do that, you have to make sure you're in the proper health condition to do it because many people know that they don't know that they're insulin resistant, which that means a form of diabetes. So if you're into, um, insulin resistant, you have diabetes, you don't know, you go to fast, then you can end up passing out because your body is depleted. It needs nutrients. So it may not be wise for you just go to intermittent fasting without getting the proper blood work to ensure that you're in that, you know, in good shape to do it. But I love intermittent fasting because it does give your body time to rest and break down like certain foods that you already had within that 12 hour frame. Word. Turn your mic on. Turn yeah, your you're mic definitely on. a professional. 
I am probably the great one. Listen, so I, I wanted to bring you on because you're in my area. I don't know who they will be selecting. I see you do the little shots injection that's supposed to make people lose weight. And I just had to be honest and be modest about it. I'm fine as hell. I just got a gut. So this shouldn't be this shouldn't be hard for me if I just eat right, you know, for a while. So the challenge is, are we doing body fat or pounds? I don't know. You don't want to call us all that. No, we talked about it in the group this week. So, you know. I'm saying to me, um, and, pounds and you are pounds to be distributed to uh, uh, the right place. And then you can win 200 pounds and look good. So, you know, I said let's go off of BMI. That's a good Damn it. Yeah. 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 I'm saying because 200, I can show you somebody who looked 200, two, two. Two people who 200 pounds, and then one of them you'll be like, Man, he ain't shape. And the other one be like, Bro, this is ridiculous because his 200 pounds is 90% fat. You know what I'm saying? So the percentage of fat, and then it's gonna be easier for you to track that without getting depressed by always being on the scale, seeing the numbers fluctuate. Because when you first start going, start working out, you know, those numbers go up and down, up and down. And it's a lot of times, um, I used to tell people when they work out. You if you don't never if you do it nothing active the minute you start doing it you're gonna lose weight but then your body kind of settle in and like she said about the eating you might go back up but you might go back up two pounds but then lose five and then go back up three you know what I'm saying if you keep watching that scale then you're gonna be like mentally I've seen people like, want to quit right so but when it comes to like weight loss when you do start working out you start to gain muscle so muscle weighs more than fat. So that's why you have that fluctuation, fluctuation back and forth with your weight. Hmm. Well, that's gonna be tricky. Okay, so we will get the final details and see. We're going with BMI and make this challenge official. I wanted to bring you on because you are uh, the leading health fitness person in our area. You just opened up a new facility not long ago. You want to tell it's, us about it before you go? So it's Vita Vita Wellness. You completely like messed the whole name up, but that's okay. It's Vita Vita Wellness. <laughs> and basically what we do, we specialize in wellness, weight loss, and beauty. So we have um, our famous procedure is the liquid light foam. Uh, we have appetite, appetite suppressants. We have a full weight loss program. We also do body sculpturing and um, contouring. We provide SSC. Chemical pills, uh, basic facials, um, microdermabrasion, and also we do have our vitamin injections, which is B12, vitamin D, amino acids, glutathione, vitamin C, the list goes on. We do Botox, derma fillers, chemical pills. So we're a full service wellness and med spa. Before you go, can you talk about the shots that are the fat for the fat injections? Yes, so it's called liquid lipo. So what it's so the ingredient is this is gonna be a lot. Phesothiocholine, diacetyl acid. It's called BCDC. It's a fat dissolving agent. So the areas where we see the fat where versus is your stomach, your thigh, your your back of your arm. That's when we inject um, the solution. So it could be up to ten to twenty um, injections in the area. We do use numbing cream. So you, it will feel like in the tent. So the ingredient does start working immediately, but it does take four to six weeks to notice a difference. 
and that people get crazy with the term because it's liquid lipo. They would they expect instant results. It's not instant. You still will have to diet and exercise. It just helps increase your weight loss um, results. All right. Well, definitely sign me up. I think you said I need twenty shots. So put that. We on. have to do the measurements uh, first before we just say twenty shots. <laughs> Okay. Well, thank you for coming on. Any questions, crew? Thank you for having me. Any questions, guys, before we go on? I got a question. What made you want to get into this? So I've been, a, I was a nurse practitioner. Um, so I was a nurse for like over 15 years and I became a nurse practitioner over five years ago. And I was taking care of like sick people since I was, since 15 years ago, and it just became overwhelming to see the daunting list of medications um, that clients had and how sick they were. So it's almost like, well, how can I prevent people from getting this way? So I went over more to preventive uh, medication, trying to help people get well and get off their medications. And I noticed in our community, a big issue was our weight. So I started investigating more issues, more things. How can I help of course, my people lose weight in an effective, in a safe uh, way versus, okay, let me go on the surgery table and have surgery. Everybody don't want to have surgery. So that's why my main focus is wellness and um, wellness, weight loss and beauty. Beauty, just because I have a passion for beauty. Well, that's good, man. I appreciate you. Say, uh, make sure you um, plug your information again because this is definitely needed. I'm um, thankful that uh, Horace brought you on today because I think... Um, our health do get overlooked a lot. You know what I'm saying? I know we always want to take the easy way out, but you it seems like you're creating a lifestyle change. Yes, and, um, life. focus on, I'm not focused on like six months. I'm focused on like, okay, how are you going to feel in the next year, two years, three or four or five years? Because we're aging. We don't want to go back and forth to the doctor when we get 60 or 70 years old, or we don't want to spend our retirement going to the doctor two to three times a week. We just want right. to be having a good time enjoying the fruit of our labor. All right. Well, we appreciate you. Um, say your information one more time before you go. Okay. So it's Vita Vita Wellness, and the website is www.vitavitawellness.com. You can visit us on all social media platforms. We have Instagram, Facebook, and also TikTok. I'm also so tell you, Ms. Burgess, if you can type it in, that would help some sure. of the individuals that come on later. All right. Thank you, Miss Birdie. Okay. Thank you for having me. Have a good Appreciate one. You. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Dude, let's get busy. Well, oh, that didn't come off right. Listen. So. <laughs> <laughs> Roll the mic. He hey, speaks for himself. Zay in that shirt. You be quiet, boy. You be quiet. I got material right there. Listen, guys, we're going to rush through a few things, but I really want to talk about all this craziness the last past week. One of them to talk about quickly is Deshaun Watson. So yesterday, the NFL said they're just going to suspend him for the whole season, and then the season ain't even started. And I want people to look at this. The allegations, man, when you're a celebrity, whether you're an entertainer or a sports athlete, yeah, they need to know to, to, to be cautionary with the people they deal with, but at the same time, this man has been investigated for so long, they have not found anything. And to be honest, if you thought they had, look at what they're doing to be a cop. So if you thought they had one piece of evidence that could 
that they could use to try this man and throw his life away? Did you think they would have it? So now, just because of the allegation, this man is losing major money. And like most athletes, because I always say it is a trend, he's losing his prime. After this man come back after all these allegations, who's to say he 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 haven't lost a step? Somebody had just did a conversation where when it comes to our athletes, they always come with a smear campaign. Like, I ain't going to say all of them innocent. But I'd be damned if you look at all our major iconic athletes from Tyson to, I can't even name all of them, but I know Tyson and uh, uh, Michael Vick. Like, it's always something that they will take the smallest thing and assassinate their whole legacy. So I just wanted to ask y'all real quick uh, about Deshaun Watson, Chris. Uh, well, <clears throat> I'm conflicted on this one, to be honest with you, man. I'm really, really conflicted. Uh, as a black man, I would like to say, you know what? You made a mistake. This is what you own up to it. You own accountability up to it. Let you deal with whatever situation that comes with that. Uh, you, at the end of the day, someone, I wish someone would have told you how how women can be used as, as weapons against you. I wish someone would have told you to be sexually uh, responsible. So as a black man, I would like to say that to you. But as a black ass man, didn't the owner of the in uh the, of the New England Patriots get caught in a sexual prostitution sting? He got caught in a sexual prostitution sting. The only reason why he got off is because they deemed the search illegal. That's like me getting pulled over with drugs. Cop find it on me, take me to jail. I I beat the case because it was an illegal search. It's not the fact that I didn't do it. It's just that it was a legal illegal search. They have yet to to take any disciplinary actions against Robert Kraft. Yet, I, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is this: if he, if the NFL says that, what you don't even have to get arrested, you don't have to be um, charged with it, and they will still uh, inflict disciplinary actions on you. So, if it's, I don't see how Robert Kraft, who was legitimately caught in a prostitution sting, gets nothing. Not only to him, Dan Snyder, who had his whole his whole organization, the, the uh, Washington Football Commanders, now, but his whole organization was under sexual uh, harassment cases. Women was on TV saying that you couldn't even look Dan Snyder in his face when he comes when he comes into the building, and nothing happened to him either. So I don't. I, this is not to mention Ben Roberts, Roethlisberger. I don't see why this man getting. Um, uh, a year, but as as a black man, I would like to I would like you to say, look, if you once if you come out of this and get a second chance, teach other black men about the 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 horrors and how they can weaponize women against you. That's what I would say, Mario. I think you made some good points, but I feel like you know, let's let's deal in the facts. When you go into the NFL. You go through all these classes, right? Deshaun Watson is what, 25, 24? It's too many men who probably had this talk with him. Mm -hmm. I think the problem here is this. Actually, if you listen to him, so I'm going to take his word, because he still has not been proven guilty. So I'm going to take his word. If you listen to what he's saying is, I never raped nobody, I never made nobody, and they did it to me. So if... Having sex as a single man in the United States of America is not wrong. Asking for sex is not wrong. Asking for sex for money is wrong. 
But if I walk up to a girl and say, hey, you want to go home and let's sleep together? That's not wrong in any facet, unless you're in the NFL. So one thing for sure, if you if people don't learn anything from this, and there's a lot of people out here who um nephews and sons and cousins, little cousins play sports. Read those contracts. The NFL is the closest thing to slavery on the open market because they own you. They own your likeness. They own your off-season. Dennis Walker's brother, that thing when he was riding a motorcycle off-season, had nothing to do with football and everything. Got fined, held account because he had accidents. So right now, anything that says that anything against the shield or makes the shield look bad, you will be brought up. They can suspend you without pay. Anything. That's a discretionary term. Anything that they feel makes the shield look bad, not get prosecuted, not get guilty. If you make right now, Ezekiel Elliott got suspended and he was found not guilty because you having these allegations made us look bad in the media. Suspended. Mm-hmm. But you sign that to go into the NFL. I just don't think they take that serious enough. And I think that need, when I go back to what Chris was saying about talking to him, I agree. I think they had the talks. I just think they didn't emphasize on the right talks. You have to emphasize that as long as you're playing for the NFL, you are property of the NFL entirely, your whole self. If you go to a bar in the offseason and put your hand in somebody's face, you could be suspended next year for, without pay. Understand, for these next seven years, five years, three years, 18 years, you have to walk a line like you, the president, because that's how the NFL contracts break down. And there's no way around it. They have a collective bargain agreement every year. And they just, not every year, every like three, three to five years. They discuss this. Nothing changes because the owners have so much weight. Mm-hmm. The people you name, and I'm going to let this go, are owners. It's never a time that a slave master gets reprimanded the same as the slave. That's, that, that just can't happen. And I and, who, who can and then the peers, his peers who do the same thing who did not get caught, is not gonna throw him up under the bus when they know next Thursday it could be him and they're gonna ask for mercy. It's easy to whoop a child because they're not adults, but right now, all of them, Jerry, um, um, everybody else who's sitting in them board who owners are sitting there saying, Shit, I do the same thing or Rob got caught with. You know, we got to watch ourselves because the same way Rob got called, I was with Rob a couple of them times and Rob kept it solid. Rob didn't call no names. You damn right, no, because those are his homeboys. That's his circle. So it's different. But see, then we go back to the NFL and the first thing they do is, watch this now, Deshaun Watson go down. He's not guilty. He's professed he's not guilty. Clearly and straight. Every time. Never wavering. And, and his peers do what? Mixed signals. Mm-hmm. Some of them, I feel you, some of them don't want to touch the subject and other ones throwing them under the bus. <laughs> but not one owner stepped out against those owners, you mm-hmm. said, and said you was wrong, you was raping, nothing. There's no unity. And long as we, this goes back to the black community, long as we don't have unity because the football is made up to seven, more than 70% black men, we're never going to have that. And that's what this is. Deshaun Watson is a, a, a case of the elder statesmen in the NFL failed him because these laws should have been changed and we should have more rights in the NFL when it's that many black people. That's just what I think. Shaka Zulu, ladies' man. Oh, he's frozen. Elsa. As he should be. 
You're doing that? <laughs> yeah. Yep. But uh, Hardy, he hit it right on the head. There's nothing else to say after that. <laughs> just bad. Get, it wait together, to host. Get it together, host. <laughs> hey, hey, cause he can't. He, he, he froze, dog. <laughs> and he came in. He like on Star Trek when they beam a bitch back in, and it take a second for them to get like. <laughs> it was uh, it's always it was a certain the glasses. It had it had you distorted. It's okay. <laughs> he just fell asleep for a minute. He probably did. It has happened on this show. Oh, I, see. I do recall the time, boy. Hey man, listen. I want to go back. I want to go funny before we get serious, man. <laughs> Recent news. I only watched a little bit of it, but I tell you what, I say this: if they were to have a show, and they just had them little R and B singers on there, it would probably be more dramatic than the Real Housewives of Atlantic, Maryland, Hawaii, whatever, because them dudes from the Mario, Mario included, excluded. Mario excluded, but all them dudes from Pleasure P to Marion to the Usher, man, these are some divas, man. These are some comical dudes. And I'm going to tell you something else. We need to vote on these versus battles. We didn't ask for it. We did not ask for it. We need to be able to vote and say, hey, yes, we want to see that battle, man. So for y'all, I want to play some clips to give y'all some insight on how horrible this thing was, because the memes was on point. Saw that shit, but wait a minute, it gets better. Uh, wish to have a fancy car, wish to have a million bucks. Let's go. Well, I wish I'd be in love. So tell me, pretty baby, I make one wish and I wish it all on you. Oh, 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 oh. Make it love to the break of dawn, me and you to the baby's born. Till my baby's born. Okay, wait. I gotta give y'all some of the shade. Yeah, that's how darkness get down, man. But Mario strikes again. You can't go wrong. Bet on Mario. But I want you to hear some of this real singing now, right? It was basic. Have a seat. 
Yeah, so that boy was singing. But this is the last one. Be careful when you fucking with a nigga like me, baby. It's what they came for. It's what Cause they I'll take for. you some places that you never, ever, ever see. So, to sum it up, we had one singer and one nigga who forgot to pack his auto-tune box. That's how I was suing up. And three people who did not help him at all. You had Bobby Valentino. You had Pleasure P. They argued on stage. I swear, they would probably be better than Real Housewives, man. Because, bro... Ray J got mad at them singing his song when they were actually singing the song better than him. He grabs the mic. Y'all don't know how to sing. And he murdered that hit himself. So listen, buddies. Uh, which one you, did y'all see this, man? Mario, did you watch it? I seen it from the beginning to the end. You know, I'm a uh RB historian. So when I seen this, I was like, I agree with the first thing you said. I didn't definitely didn't ask for this. Let's get that straight. <laughs> definitely wasn't a request of mine. But then I had another dude I know who sang Rollo Hello, and he's a singer and slash rapper. And he had the sentiment that uh, a Marion was going to kill Mario. And I was like, bro, I understand this. Now, if he come out and dance, but BTK kind of floated him. I'm saying, I'm telling him, like, Mario is actually an RB singer. B- uh, a Marion is more of a low grade Chris Brown that was in a group. Uh, singers in a in a fan dumb era, so we argued about this back and forth, and then I the, to the victor goes to spoils because I had played all those and sent him all those ways of because you didn't even show how Marion just shit on himself all over the show. Too. <laughs> it was trash. It was trash. It was, everybody else, Bobby V, trash. Everybody yeah. trash. That, that was the worst show, and, and then the after yeah. agree the after um show of all the memes and the back and forth. Of calling each other out, it was like, bro, what is, bro? You know, y'all are like all forty and arguing about hits from forty years ago. The watermelon, yeah. Don't forget the watermelon. It is like then you start seeing like, cause Mario probably had the saddest thing is Mario had the less amount of hits and fandom, but he was the better performer and singer. And it show you that how sometimes the other stuff in the industry can carry you along, and it's crazy. But I think he might have real, real. Uh, Resurrected his career a little bit. He can go on tour. Ray J, after seeing that, then I see him last night at the BET Awards looking like he was on cocaine. I'm convinced. He's back. <laughs> he's back. Because last night he looked the high as a kite, too. And he's giving me, and I always thought Ray J, and I'm going to say this at the end, gave me Bobby Brown vibes. Nah, he really do. He's like a mini Bobby Brown to me. Like the, his whole everything about him just say Bobby. Bobby. And I'm hoping Princess don't turn into Whitney. Mm. I tell you what, buckle up. The next versus is Chris Brown versus Usher. Mm. Zay, frozen. Damn cricket wire. Hey, turn your AC down in that house. And <laughs> <laughs> they like, remember that old show, the dating show, where the man had on there and they freeze squares. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Number three. <laughs> uh, that's too much. Hey, Chris Leo, did you watch the memes, dog? 
I didn't watch none of it. I seen a lot of the memes, but I didn't watch none. That's just not something I would be interested in at all with those guys, man. I ain't. I've never been a fan of any one of those guys. So I'm just listening to what y'all say, man. I ain't watching. Yeah, I don't know where they at. I must say, uh, uh, listen. So that is one of the people that we did hang out with is is, is uh, Ray J and Midget Mac when they would come here for spring bling. Uh, we would hang out with them and take care of them fellas. You know what I mean? And I would tell anybody, Ray J is a person that you got to love because I swear to God, they don't, they act just like they acted. They don't shut up. They are like little divas. So, shout out to Ray J. We still cool, but uh, God damn it, boy. Eating Raymond noodles at the at the BET Awards, which is trash as well. I respect him because he's a hustler. So he making so much money off of tech stuff. I understand this is just something he do. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, he was the richest person on that stage. So when it comes to like that part, and he's the most, he's having the best career overall in life. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I understand him on that part. But then it was like, I agree. They were so petty, like, bro, like we all grown men, because we're not, you're not kids no more. So to go back and forth, like calling people backgrounds, like all that right there was just like for no reason because you look bad. Bro, you look bad. Take the jokes. Like, and I, yeah. you know, one thing, we're a joking crew. We joke on yeah. each other all the time. One thing I like to see is sensitive men when, like, you go personal. I hated that when I was a little boy. Like, why is you going so personal when we, you blew it, bro. You blew it. If I say something about you blowing like Zay right now, it's internet gone. If I say something about internet, we laugh about that, and that's just what we do. And then yeah. we don't go, oh, your mom. That's crazy. I didn't like that part of it because I felt like it made us, as black men, because I'm a black man, look yeah. like we don't know how to handle circumstances. And I, and I don't like that. Yeah. I, I, I would. I, can I say something? I want to add to this. BET has been consistently trash since Viacom bought them out. I don't know if they got a bunch of interns working there. BET is trash when it comes to the award shows. Like MTV, I don't know if they got better cameras, better budget, but god damn it, I don't even watch BET awards. My last time I watched them was when uh Michael Jackson put the cape on uh James Brown. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, last but time that they ain't had a it looked so unprofessional. It's not even about ghetto, it's just yeah. unprofessional, like people standing in front of the teleprompter. It should be security there, so you can't even walk in front of that with somebody prevent like um presenting. Like, just stuff like that. Like, bro, how could you stand in front of a teleprompter with somebody reading that on stage? So Taraji trying to read, like, having to tell somebody, move out the way. Like, bro, what the hell is going on here? Like, you know what I'm saying? Then the, the mic's going in and out. When, when um, <laughs> uh, Giovanni, I don't know how you say his name, Giveon, was up there singing. They switching mics with him on stage. Like, this mm. is a a, a, a club in, in the smoking section. Like, we're like, bro, this is the BET Awards, bro. Like, all these millions of dollars, all these sound checks. And you just and every mic they gave him was wrong. It didn't work. <laughs> they gave him in like three mics and none of them worked. I was like, bro, what the hell is happening here? I would do that shit in the audience. <laughs> I would let that be Jadakus or somebody. Somebody <laughs> slam that bit on the ground, bro. But oh, for real. Consistently, it's been trash. And hey, you would have thought it was the Pride show because every goddamn thing was. I, I never listen. Gay community, do y'all thing. I don't want to see a big. Gummy bear size gay dude perking as soon as I turn on this goddamn show. Mm. Like, come on, man. Oh, it was a rough one. Yes, yes. Zay, have you been restored? A little bit. 
We're going to check and see what we got. One thing about my boy, he resilient. He going to give you this chest tonight. He going to give you his chest tonight. Fucking nipple about to come out. Hey, listen. That'll be a nip slip. I'll be out there with Jack. Hey, Don't worry. Wardrobe. I got one thing to Um, That versus was here on Wiz. But it's Florida against the world. Y'all talk y'all ass off. But Sammy sung that shit. And he from right here. My beloved Florida. So pleasure, P. Y'all right. They say you got lit toward the end. And Mario came out the victor. Oh, Mario was down there humping and pumping like he was Prince or somebody. Got down there. I don't know what the hell that was about. But that was hilarious. But I didn't get a chance to take, check out that debauchery. I caught all the views and the funny shit afterwards. And I'm actually glad. So it is what it is. Marl, is you work for Adelphi? You gonna hook me up? Talk to you, motherfucker. I ain't heard that in so long, Adelphi, but I get free Comcast cable and it is trash. <laughs> it is, that is the word. Bubba Dub. Trash, boy. I swear to God, Comcast is trash. Man, they got dial up on the real, though. We're gonna get them now. We're waiting on one more check and we're gonna get him DSA. I'm gonna put my cash out. In the uh, thank you, I'll help you. I help a poor brother. I, I needed better internet. Yeah, y'all ain't did a go for me. Everything you have to sell me, that's my stuff. All right, let me ask y'all something, man. R. Kelly's in jail, even though I mean, listen, I wasn't that's even an R. Kelly fan until I, did, I ain't pre mm. listen. The brother had albums, the brother can sing. Tank, I don't even like his characteristics, but. Tank can sing, Usher, bro, Luther, Hauling uh, uh, Oaks, man, R&B used to be phenomenal. This stuff here is, it, it, who killed R&B? Like, what is R&B now? Because that, what y'all call R&B, that ain't R&B. Like, I can't think of a modern, Mario Cousin is R&B. You know what I mean? Uh, Kim. Kim. How many people are like I, if you say who your favorite R&B artist right now, I would have to do this right here because I'm listening to stuff from the '90s and '80s in my car, a little bit of 2000, but currently, like, what's what's R&B right now? What's R&B, Chris? Um, I don't know, man. I think R&B is dead, man. I think, and I think we have something to do with killing it. Um, <laughs> I think, like. Historically, R and B used to be love music. Like that's used to be us. They used to be synonymous together. But at some point, we itemized sex, meaning we start paying for sex and start making it popular to pay for sex. So now you turn love music into sex music. Once you turn sex music, once you turn it to sex music, then you're competing with rappers who's better at sex music than R and B singers. So now R and B singers have to be somewhat nastier or make more explicit music, and that's really not that that not that thing. Um, then it used to be where like R and B singers can collaborate with rappers, and then that that blow them up a little bit more. I remember the um, first time I heard Plies was with um, damn T Pain with T Pain. So it used to be like that, but now the the rappers are singers. So it's no, it's almost like it's no need to have a. Um, yeah. R&B sing on the on, on the song because the rappers do it now. But you got, I think you even got to go farther back than that because 
before R&B, to put on the R&B show, it cost a lot of money. R&B mm-hmm. singles, they usually have um, instruments and bands and backup singles and correct lighting and, and, and you got to pay for the wardrobe and stuff like that. With now, a record label to put on a rap show, they're going to already come fresh. It don't cost that much to put on this show and you get more money from it. And you don't, and, and, and you know, R&B known for diva, diva type mentality. So I think that had a lot to do with it. And once, and once um, male dancing became out of style, then now you, it was about how well you sung. But back then it was, it was, they didn't care how you look, just how good you sang. It flipped well. They care more about how you look than how good you can sing, and that's. But then when they took away the whole show about the theatric of it, you left with nothing. So, I think we had a little something to do with killing it, but that that's it's dead to me. Well, let me ask you something. Um, let's be honest. Music always shapes the culture in the sixties, seventies, eighties, like nineties in high school. Listen, Jodeci had all us walking around high school holding hands, baby from H-Town to Jodeci to Shy. Man, we was just chill. We was just vibing, slow dancing. That set the tone. So I do understand music is important, right? Then one day, a historian, a great a great military general said, I pay for it. So the swim changed the world forever. But ain't nobody singing in the rain no more. Remember y'all used to be in the rain singing? With the beatbox outside, that don't happen no more, man. So, uh, Mario, you is the R and B man. You know what? What? What's your thoughts? Because uh, first of all, I, I'm tired. I, of this, try. I first of all, I'm tired of this blasphemy because there's a lot of good R and B out there. I think to first of all, I'm gonna answer this in two parts. It's a lot of good R and B out there. People just don't look for R and B no more. So, or they change the genre. They don't say R and B. They say soul. Because Kim is not an R&B artist. He's a soul artist. So right now, if you want good music, because I can I can, I can, can give you a slew of names of good people right now that's like amazing singers out there who are blowing hats off like Jodeci and all of them. But right now, mm-hmm. nobody's checking for them. Because of part of what Chris said, right now it's more of a pop rap world. But I'll tell you when it changed in 1998. See, this is what happened to the, uh, to the theory of music. I agree with y'all. Men used to sing in the rain. Men used to plead and beg. Men used to say, I'm sorry. Men used to court women. Men used to tell and profess their love to women. And it wasn't looked at as foolish. They wasn't looked at, they wasn't looked at as a dummy. They wasn't talked about as a scrub. They wasn't looked at as a bum. They wasn't looked at as a sucker. See, women stopped respecting R&B men and stopped respecting men professing love. And then they start looking for the thug, the two-part era. See, rap was always there. But when it got thuggish, women start liking that. Because every girl like a bad boy, right? But then, so now, when the guy starts singing, nobody wants his lame ass singing no more. So then dudes who start singing start doing what? Trying to rap or trying to get rappers on their song to try to compete with the thing. See, if women want us to beg, you got to show appreciation to us begging. You can't. You can't want me to beg in the rain and you call me a lame ass fuckman. Excuse my words. <laughs> and that's what it is right now. So it got to the point of a greater story in himself who Tootie almost castrated said, <laughs> I'll pay for it because he was tired of seeing his brothers go in the rain 
night after night, singing and pleading, and not getting none. He said, fuck it, I'll pay for it. If that's going to what it's going to talk, then I ain't no scrub. I will pay for it. And Thank then you. it seems to work. And then once that worked, then everybody else was like, well, shit, I don't, I'm tired of sending my clothes to the dry cleaners and putting peppermints in the sink outside your house. You mean to tell me all I got to do is just give you this? And I don't have to do none of this? Oh, go. and then say I'm a boss? Oh, I'm, oh, I'm man. That so I'm if people really want R&B, for one, you got to appreciate love. When, like, Because women set the tone for the world. The world. No matter what they say, the world. Men are going to go how women go. Men are going to do whatever they can to get women. Yep. So if women loved men saying, I think you're beautiful. Good morning, princess. Good morning, queen. You know the shit y'all hate. Hey, <laughs> you get in the club, you say, Yeah, I'm a bad bitch. The dichotomy of that right there. See, that's the world we live in right now. Well, then a, a lot of men, it's like that. So then it goes back to what Chris saying. I'm agreeing. So now you got to say sales go down. They already was paying hell of a lot of money for uh RB shows. Now they're saying, Well, shit, women buy tickets, women buy shirts, women buy the and then they make they man. Take them in a group of dudes, a girl, because nobody wanted to go to a Jodeci. A man didn't give a damn about going to Jodeci. He knew that's where all the women was going to be. And if he show up with his thing on, and there we go. So now, all niggas want to do is jump around and watch our, our little baby, and they girls do too. So <laughs> nobody gives a damn about Kim. Listen, I go to Kim concerts all the time. All the time. That's my cut. All the time. I see Maxwell out there. One shoe in the audience, one shoe in the rafters. <laughs> I see new artists. Kim bring out new artists every year. I see uh Gibeon, I see him saying, I see uh uh six black. I don't know how you ever say it, you know what I'm saying? His name, he's he's killing it out here. Tank still from the raptors singing on his back, he still's killing it out here. Usher still see, it's it's so many people out here who really, really doing it, but I go in the audience and I see people my age or older. And no kids. No kids. So it's just like, it's like nobody want to take accountability, but right now, like, highlight Don comment right now, and I'm going to let this go. I don't want to go on the ramp. See, this is the thing. They say, just like black, just like fashion with black men wearing feminine attire, because women like it. And women said, I'm not going to holler at a nigga with tight ass pants on and, mm. and cut up shirts. Guess what niggas will stop doing? Wearing that, but when I go to clubs, I see niggas with lingerie on with <laughs> this woman in the club. So why would he listen to me say, "Bro, that's not right"? When he got the finest woman in the club. Come on, man, it's yeah. the same thing. You can blow you want to. R and B is love music. If women don't love it, niggas gonna doubt. So if you want R and B to come back, women gotta start appreciating men being vulnerable, begging, pleading. And telling you good stuff, and not, and even if you don't believe it, you don't have to be negative to it. Even if you don't, R&B people back in the days was having six kids, fucking in parties, doing cocaine, and they were swearing to God that they loved this one woman on every song. Didn't matter if you know they was a liar, you just love to hear. It. But now, ah, uh, shut your line ass up. But then you go listen to little baby call you sixty-two bitches and then spit on the mic. For 32 seconds and jump around with 60 niggas on the stage, and that's a sold out show. I, I'm telling you, Zay the latest man, what you listening to? 
I know you. I know one of your favorite songs. Yeah, shit, R. Kelly. That's why I told you to shut your ass up. Mm. All of them. Ooh, I'm, I'm in my true Brucey form. Ain't nine piece of music that man made that one no good. I'm sorry. That's who it is. But there are some heavy hitters. And Hardy Knight, some of them. You got the Masicos. You got the Medicines. Mm. You sing soulful music that you can listen to. You got people out there. I mean, you got the younger generation of genre, and then a couple of them named them, which would be Chris Brown, who's still kind of holding it down. But he's still sexual and he's gyrating. And Joe's still out there. Like I say, we don't, we can't tank questionable. He can sing, but he got some other shit going on that we don't agree with. So we can't even put him <laughs> in this discussion. But again, Hardy, you knocked it out the part. Everything you said was right on point. Because I'm not getting down on one knee if a woman don't lay me out. You can't that crap right now. So, and most guys that are probably way more ignorant than I am definitely ain't doing it. Yeah, they don't even want to wear a button up shirt. So, you definitely know he's not getting out of the ring. They say nothing to you for you to try to get on and, and embarrass him, he feel like. So it's a very good question you posed, Chris. We really did kill R&B. Well, what, what, what we're not going to do is, is forget about the dude that song Candy Looker. All right? <laughs> Don't act like it ain't a classic. <laughs> I just want to be your Candy Looker. You won't let nobody let that song die. As long as it's going Candy Looker. Masego don't play though. That's what I'm saying. Like it's so many. Like you know, in Atlanta, standing in Atlanta, I get the uh, ability to see a lot of artists come through here and sing it. Like so, because we got so many clubs and venues, so we go to a lot of those clubs of them underground artists. And bro, it's some people that I'm talking about. I I had a list, but I bro, I can show you. It's so many people out here who are doing good, but then it's no appreciation. Bro, just I'm talking about. And then I don't think people understand this because this was a good question that Chris asked. Like who killed R and B? But when you kill R and B, you change the dichotomy of a man because now women got tougher, so men mm. had to get tougher. So now, now you work the same way. You don't listen to R and B. Your boyfriend, because if your boyfriend is over thirty and he don't listen to R and B, he probably ain't no good man. Can I ask y'all a question? Can I ask y'all a question? Real. I want to say two yeah. things. One. I don't know what it means, but most of the good songs that come out of R&B, they start off like this. Nahoo. I don't know what Nahoo is, but they all do it. Nahoo. Don't know what it is. Hey, don't you do it, though. No more. Let me know. All right. Let me push the issue, though. And I, it's so sad. Most people don't know what a ballad is. One thing I know, a lot of artists have. You can sing one of those. Everybody has an iconic song. Somebody got mad at Kid Rock. Beyonce is phenomenal entertainer. But Kid Rock said, Beyonce has yet to give out her Purple Rain. And that's what they do. Like Everybody should have that one Purple Rain type song in their category. So that's a good debate for the girls group. Like, does Beyonce have a Purple Rain? What is her iconic song that is Purple Rain? Like, every artist... All the single ladies is what's her iconic song for us. But, you know, I don't want to stand executed by the Beehive, so I'll let them answer. But that's the only one I think hit them singing all the time. Because she, she does what Omarion does. No, Dangerous, no, Dangerously in Love. Dangerously in Love was her uh, crescendo. What's her crescendo? That's the song that I don't... See, that's what I'm talking about. Forever. Now, see, when, if you love, bro, I'm talking about love. Like, affectionately... <laughs> 
understand the essence of a woman, like the beauty. It, like God created a man, then then he created he created the world. He created a man. It was done. It was finished. And he said, I can't do my brother like that. Then he created a woman, bro. He could have created another dog. He, cre- he took his time and made a woman, bro. And then you tell a man not to admire that, bro. That's why I have to listen to RB. I don't want to hear that shit all the time about killing, shooting, busting upside the head, 808s, 16,000 millimeters a second. Sometimes I want to hear a nigga say, I'm sorry, and I just love your feet. I just love everything about you. Because if a grown man don't listen to that, he having trouble with loving. Yeah, you gotta put you gotta ingest just like food. The doctor just said you are what you eat. The same thing, you are what you listen to. If you listen to a nigga call women bitches a thousand times, say you're gonna pay for it, say you don't respect them, say you you don't like this black man, you don't like this. I, I like it too sometimes. But if that's all you listening to, then you're gonna ask yourself, how you having trouble loving a woman? Because you're not even putting that in your spirit to want to love a woman. You're, you're a hard shell crab. You got to get out here, man. You got to tell the bitch, man, listen, man, I love everything about you. And I don't give a fuck what the niggas saying here. I love you. Mario, pray for the world then, because this is the interesting part. Spot him, got him, got caught with an AK on a jet ski in Miami. That dude can walk in and get your girls love that little five, one munchkin. So, yeah, we can say all of that, but that boy, no. that boy go anywhere and, and knock them, them down. That's what they screaming for. No, like, think about it, bro. Like R&B is considered the love music. When you take love out the world, what you get? More killing, more harsh. You get more niggas who just tense, just ready to, because ain't no love. Bro, love settles you. Love's make you say, yeah, nigga, you got it. I got my woman home. Or oh, I, I, I ain't mug, mean mugging you from across the uh, room. I'm looking at that girl that's behind you. Nigga, get out of my way. But now it's just uh. you'll put up Misha's um comment. See, this is see, I feel what she's saying, but I'm somewhat traumatized by that. And that's the reason why I ref- I turn off uh R- R- RB music. My grandma used to uh uh clean up on Sunday mornings in one of those sundresses. And it was just the worst thing listening oh, <laughs> to that man. music. So I kind of associate love music with my grandma on Sunday in a Sunday in her dress hooters down to her knees. A duster. That's what they used to call them dusters. Shout, shout out to daddy. Big Nanny K. That's what I'm saying. And think, about it. And, and think about it. But think about how much love Nanny had. Mm-hmm. That's, dog, I'm telling you, dog, sometimes I listen to music and it just make me, it just make my day feel better. Like I, I told bitch, we were riding it out. I said, man, I don't want to hear that shit no more, bro. Turn that off. Like, bro, come on, bro. What's going on here, bro? I don't, I'm 40. I don't want to hear a bitch talking about he's gonna go outside the nigga house with the K. 16, everything. The next song, he got a nine. The next song got a tech. The next song he got a K again. God damn. You you you, you had a, a 15 track CD. You talked about a, a woman once. And you ain't <laughs> 20. You're 23. All nothing on your mind should be but money and women. And you just talked about destroying men for 15 tracks. I want to hear that shit. That's crazy. All right. Well, listen, the show didn't go as planned, but we got to address this before we go. And we got to find a way to get it in there, make it happen. Well, this week, what'd you say? Wrong term. 
<laughs> oh boy. Listen, let me hurry up while I got Zay on screen. Um this week. That was cool too. <laughs> dang. All right. I want to show you nipples, Zay. This is what it's all about tonight. Listen. No, you will not get that. <laughs> I mean, you you have naked on the stage anyway. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and get Hey, one more said, move out of the way so that girl behind you can see you. You been on the wrong shit. Listen, this week was very chaotic, man. Um, despite the timing of it, this week chaos erupted. the The Supreme Court in this country that we call the USA of America reversed a decision with a ruling of six to three that made on the federal level abortions illegal. And that day Roe vs. Wade was repealed. I'm going to say repealed because Dawn is an attorney. She might know better. But that took away a lot of women's rights instantly. Uh, some states will recognize it. So it, it took it from the federal level and put it into the state's hands. But I, I personally am confused at the timing of this. Uh, I know really the big scope of why it's happening. I don't think we look at the headlines, but we don't really dig deep into what it's really about because we don't never like to get that deep. But 6-3, women votes were taken away. You had women that were conservatives that voted to repeal those rights uh, in Roe versus Wade that made abortions illegal. And so we had protests. You had outrage. Uh, but even with the new uh, uh, justice that's going to come on, you still have a six to four. You will probably have a six to four vote. So I can't talk on the timing. I just want to get y'all thoughts on it because I honestly understand what it's about. Uh, and we'll get into that at some point. But men or uh, your government telling you about your choices for a woman and her body parts, I, I just think is me personally, even being a conservative, is outrageous. Uh, I'm going to go to Mario first, if you're ready. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that, for one, this don't have nothing to do with us on on the uh, minute level. Like you yeah. were saying, uh, when you look at the headlines and all that kind of stuff about women's body, that's their body. Hey, man, I feel you. I can't tell you. You know what I'm saying? I see my wife have a baby, so hey, I wouldn't want to go through that. So, she, I don't know why she want to keep going through it. Um, so I can't, I don't got no dog in that fight. But the underlining thing of trying to save uh, the population of white people not being the minority, understanding that at the highest level, you understand that that's why anybody of the Caucasian persuasion is going to vote against this because it's self preservation. And from the beginning of time, I come first, I got to preserve me. And right now, with all the intermingling and mixing and all the other people coming to this country and they getting not the whole pie, but enough enough of it to where now your school, your daughters and your sons are being impressed by them at the higher level. And they're mixing. And we all know this. Any race that mixes with white, they take over in their bloodline. So they just trying to do anything they can to save themselves. I don't blame them for that. I would do the same thing if I was them. So I can sit back and say, they're doing exactly what they should be doing. They doing exactly what they should be doing. And I and the other thing I say is this too. 
And so this is the only thing that perplexed me. The, the reason people are saying they should do this is religious. But religion and state is not supposed to be together. Because the basis of the of the whole reason why you're saying you don't want to kill babies is moral. Because it has no fundamentals other than moral rights. So if I take my religion out, because it's people who push in their Christianic religion and manipulate that in some form on the world when it's supposed to be a place of free. So I should be able to come over here and have whatever I want and to serve. So if I serve my God and my sensei, my whatever, and they okay with me going to them, as well, I should be able to do it. But this is right now, that's the bigger question. How could people who are who sworn to do this, separate church and state, come in on the biggest platform in the world and say, I believe this, and they only talk about morals. They only talk about their Christian beliefs. I'm a Christian. I don't like abortion. But I have to understand that my job, that has nothing to do with that. And you can't push an agenda on that. And that's just, that's the crazy thing about that, that nobody mentioning that. That everybody who's trying to... Uh, overturned Roe versus Wade was standing on a Christian platform saying this is not morally right to kill babies in the name of God. And that, that's that right there was just like nobody saying nothing about that. I understand it's women's rights, but nobody don't care about them pushing that agenda right there down everybody thought. That's just my thoughts. Well, let me give a stat before I go to my guys. And this I'm going to get slapped for this one, but it's a true stat. So here's the dark history of it. Even though uh, we talk about irresponsibility and they put a black face on abortions and uh, sexual disease. The data and the fact is that more Caucasian white women are have abortions. Right. So that's a big issue. I'm per I am perplexed because Planned Parenthood, which people fight for, in my opinion, is not a ally to our community. Right. And we can get deep later on, and I'll tell you why, because it re revolves around melanin. And it's also, once you understand where they get melanin from, that's a whole nother conversation. But um, that's the thing that even though they don't mainstream publicize that, the fact is that more white women have abortions than any other, and it's by a large number. So yes, it comes down to preservation. And I got a clip that I forgot to load where Joe Biden was talking about in blank saying in 2024 that they would be uh, the minority. So between the uh, interracial relationships and whatnot, uh, that is a big factor that you're not going to hear on mainstream TV. But um, that is one of those X factors. My bad. Zay, you got something? Uh, lightly. Um just like I said, with the abortion thing, I was looking into it because I know that Roe versus Wade covers a little bit more than the abortion and some other rights that we're losing inside of that. I just want to pinpoint it so I didn't get a chance to, and that's my fault. But telling women what to do with their bodies and not standing on something and using, like Mario said, the blurred lines of your emotion and moral, but you don't think that your moral compass includes rapes and children that are just, you know what I'm saying, are not wanted as far as they cannot be taken care of. And it's just behoo it behooves you to know that that's what's going on. And the separation of state part, I forgot all about that. Part. I didn't focus in on that. And that was a very good point because you can't be making emotional decisions 
uh, based off of a, log- a logical court who has, you know, rules and parameters in place to say that, you know, there's a separation and it has to go like this. They are, oh man, it's, a ter- it's terrible. But they do have a few places that people can still go and still get their abortions done. So it's crazy because as you were saying, Horse, I think you said it made it illegal. It just made it not covered by your constitutional right. It's not necessarily illegal if I'm not, if I'm not, if I hope I'm saying that right. Don, you can correct me, but they still have states that are open, that are made that declaration that you can come there and get them done. They have other states that have immediately gone with what the Supreme Court has uh, ruled, and they have others that are 60 days out. So you just got to check your different states to see which is which, but I just think that this is travesty all the way around the board. Like, you got to let people in a land that you profess to be free, be free to make at least their own decision. Like, you can't not do any and everything. You got to be able to make your own decision with your body, I believe. So, I don't know. It's a whole rough, rough weekend, like you said. That's a kablooey of an end for a lot of people because a lot of guys out here, boy, would be up its creek without abortion and a lot of women as well. So, that's a blow to take. What do you got, Chris? Well, producer, before I go to Chris, let me give a highlight. Uh, federal and state are two different things. So, yes, some states like California have abortion written into their constitution. So now you have people having to travel to other states that allow abortions. So that is where it's now a state issue. Certain states, I believe Florida is one, is not going to be able to get abortion. But you'll be able to, you know, go to uh, another state. Some companies are saying they will pay for women to, you know, travel and get uh, abortions or whatnot, uh, which is interesting to see the support for it. But uh, that is the case. I wanted to clear that up before I went to uh, uh, Chris Leo. Sorry, Chris. Okay, so um, I'm gonna tread lightly because um, this is a situation that I would never ever have to deal with. I never had to make this decision, so I'm gonna tread lightly, and I'm sensitive to right. what you know the conversations that I've had with with certain women because I've been talking about this a while. If you remember when it first got caught news, I wanted to make a show about it, and we never really got to it. So I'm going to be, like I said, I'm going to be cautious. I, and I'm listening to the pro-choice argument because I, I tend to think that I'm more pro-choice. Um, like, but like hard to say, I don't have a really, I really don't have a dog in this fight. But um, I listen to the talking points of the um, pro-choice. Uh, what I hear them say is, as for men, we need to stay out of it. It ain't our business. I totally disagree with that because... Because of the results of your choice, I am 50% responsible for. And also, a lot of times I'm more than 50% responsible, financially responsible for your choice. So I get to say something. I get to have an opinion on this. As a a man, I do get to have an opinion on it. Uh, I hear another story about um, forced parenthood. No one, you shouldn't force parenthood on people. And I, again, I'm a pro-choice, so I get that. I totally get that. Um, But by by me understanding that, I have to rethink what I the word deadbeat because how we don't know how many of those fathers didn't want to be parents and was forced into parenthood. So if of of if getting rid of abortion is forcing women into parenthood, I I don't agree with that. Just like I don't agree with it on a on a father's side. Um, I hear an argument about you know not getting rid of not getting rid of women rights and re, women reproduction rights. I get that too, but we have to define what women, what women is. I personally think it's a 
a female XY chromosome born uh, born with reproductive organs, you know, can menstruate. But that definition is starting to get muddy now in the, in, the, in the town that we live in. Then they talk about reproductive rights. You got to ask yourself, well, who gives you rights? Do you think that God gives you rights? Is, is, it, is it God that, who grants rights? Because then it makes it a religious conversation. And if it's a religious conversation, we, this is a Christian nation that we live in, that everybody chooses to live in also. So, but if, if you think that the government gives you your rights, then the government can also take it and amend it and do, you know, that's just how this government works. Um, what else? They I hear talk about, I hear talk about um, you know, what about the situations of incest or rape? And I totally understand that too. I think that's one of the most heinous crimes ever. I think that's one of the most heinous crimes ever. But I think that we, in that situation, I wouldn't be, I would be willing to, you know, I think that it should be a, um, you know, kind of like a, a agreement there, but then how do we, how do we make sure, you know what I'm saying? Cause I, we heard a lot of, even with a lot of times it could be a fake ac accusation. I, I personally think that you should, the person that um, commits the crime should be castrated and done away with. But I also think that should be retribution for false allegations too. So if they, we, if we set, if we set standards where the, if it's false, you get accused. I think we, it's more easier to believe any woman that comes out because if she, just like our perjury laws, if she's in fear that she would go to jail if, if she's lying, I think that everybody would believe them in the beginning. So I think it's a, it's a tough, a really, really tough situation. I, again, I don't have a dog in this fight. I, I like, I've been having conversations with women and I look forward to having more conversations, but those are some of the talking points that I've heard of. And that's what yeah. I have well, Mario had to step out of the conversation for a second, but I want to say this. We always, like I said, I'm a man, so I don't speak on abortion. Chris, you made some valid points. Um, there's a lot going on, but I will say this. This is just the beginning. because, But the timing of it is throwing me off because in my mind, I said, Joe Biden is going, doing so horrible and Dems are so weak. That they would make a, they would have a landslide win for the next two elections, and then you hit the volcano button, and then y'all do this decision, which is going to get people up in an uproar. And now at the next election, people are going to be out. People are going to be back at the polls trying to get as many Democrats in, even though it doesn't affect the court. They're going to be pushing that. But Clarence Thomas, piece of work. I'm looking at Nisa, I'm looking at uh, Uncle Ruckus thing right now. It says the court should reconsider gay rights, birth control mm -hmm. after Roe vs. Wade was overturned. And the brother is talking about the brother's just going like we're not stopping yeah. there. We're not stopping yeah. there. We've got to go after a few controversial um cases, but which is I, I don't understand is. They've already they had the votes. The court has been in their favor for a long time. So the timing of it has me suspect. Made me think, like, do they want chaos to erupt in the United States where they can, you know, usher in some other plan or something? Because I, I just don't understand the timing of it now. And uh, maybe it is because there's such a, a, a dire situation with the, uh, with the uh, birth rates. Of Caucasian, so I don't understand it. I, I don't get it, but I definitely 
sympathize with everybody's fight. It's not my fight. I'm still on the black man fight for justice. Huh? What you doing, practicing celibacy? No, Negro. I'm not a woman. I'm not a woman. I look. I look forward. I'm gonna say this though. Chris brought up a good point though, and I just didn't. It's just too much in the show that I didn't want to revisit that because you know it just stirs up the, the crowd. But what I do, I did hear when I'm hearing all these arguments because I'm sitting back, you know, like a fly on the wall listening, and I heard one man say, "So what happened when?" Me and a woman who I love so dearly, she get pregnant, but she don't love me no more. The sole decision on her killing my child is in her hand. So she don't say, if I say, I'm willing to be a good dad, you don't love me no more, cool. But I believe you could be a good mama and I want to raise this son. I have no say in her saying, fuck that, I want to kill it. When my sperm entered your body, and you could have used a contraceptive just as loud as I could. So we both made the bad mistake. But I have no say no more. But if you decide to have it and at the last minute and change your mind and, and move to Arizona and come back, there's nothing I can do. And if you're in the right state, in the right state, that's what I'm saying, they can hit you for bad child support. Now you got a son. It's, it's just, when it comes to this, that's why I say this is a touchy subject because when it comes to this, it's like so much rights. And I understand. I, I watched my wife have a baby. So I understand what women say, the pain, you don't got to have it. I understand that. But I've seen so many men take care of babies that wasn't theirs. And a woman lied to them for 10 years. I've seen so many men have no rights and have to go fight for rights. Because once that baby's born, but if you don't have money to go get a lawyer and to do all this stuff, all that stuff goes into the woman's favor. They instantly get housing, food stamps. They instantly get a whole nother world. See, it, it just gets so much on there. So I understand a man saying, we never had no rights in this. Never. It's, the minute you met in a woman, it's up to her. Whatever she want to do, what what? because it's her body, but that's our baby. See, that's the difference. It's your body, but our baby. See, that's the thing. I think, <clears throat> I think that's the core of the I think that's the core of the of the conversation. I think that's that's where it needs to start. When does life start? Even the people that's pro-choice, at some point you have to make a decision when life starts. If you think that life starts as a clump of cells, then we're all a clump of cells now. If you think life starts as a fetus, at some point you have to think, you have to draw the line and make a distinction on when life starts. Now, the, the right side, I mean, the left side of the, um I don't know if right or left, whatever, but the one side of the argument is basically saying we believe life starts at contraception. We believe it starts there. Uh, so somebody else, the, pro, the pro-choice has to draw that line somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And and I think that that's, I think that what the reason why they could get overturned is because they draw the line at contraception. They draw the line there. And the, everything else is kind of vague. So I look forward to seeing how women react to this one. I look forward to seeing, I want to see if they can get this done. I want to see if um, if they're outcry because they, I've heard Maxine Waters saying that the women are not going to stand for this. Black, black women in general and specifically is not going to stand for this. Uh, I've seen companies uh, offer paying 
women to go to wherever it takes to get the, the abortion, which I don't know if companies should stick their hands into that, but that's a, that's something slippery yeah. right there. So you know, I look forward to seeing how women react to this and see if they can get if they can get this 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 pull because if they do get it get this overturned and changed, then I think that we can use woman power for a lot for a lot more other things that need to be changed. I want to say two things before we go. I want to go back to Don's uh, comment. Right, first of all, put me nail me to the cross on this. There are too many old politicians. There are too many old justices that are making decisions. And they really playing politics. Maxine Waters is down in 91. She needs to go. What's the other uh, uh, lady that's head of the house? They need to go. A lot of the politicians have been in Congress 40-something years. What was her name? The other lady? Um, Pelosi. Pelosi. I'm, yes, women. Y'all want to start something? Get them old-ass people out of office. Y'all support them. But they ain't fighting for y'all. They come up there and do a whole little press run and whatnot. No, man. It's time to usher in some stuff. Don said, because y'all like to blame Trump, the timing is that's why Trump put them on the court. Trump, it was a Republican candidate. Trump, Republicans are going to play Republican ball. So yes, his job was to put conservatives back on the court. But I will say this, when has the, court, the uh, Supreme Court not been conservative? It was conservative since the 70s, even before Chief Berger on there. Uh, so I, that's why I say the timing of it is off because they could have made this decision at any time, really. Yes, Chris. The thing, the thing that's kind of funny is the woman who actually is the the um Jane uh, Roe of of the case never got an abortion. Damn. And now she speaks against it. Yeah. You know what? That's interesting. They keep putting <laughs> six people voted against abortion. And they keep showing Clarence Thomas face up there. No, I would think, would you put up uh, Chief Barrett, who is a woman, a modern day woman, on that? Even though she's a rough conservative, like there are other people on that on that court. It's a six-three vote. Why y'all keep putting Clarence up there? We know Clarence is Uncle Ruckus, but some of them other people, like uh, uh, Amy Barrett, I think that's her name. She's a woman. She voted against abortion. Mm. Mm-hmm. Women on that case that voted, you had women on the Supreme Court that voted against abortion. I'm saying this ain't to me. I don't I don't think the same government that we're looking at right now is saying protect black babies. I don't think that. I, I, I'm sorry, maybe I'm misspeaking, <laughs> but I don't think they're saying let's stop all these black women from having abortion because we want as many black babies as we can. I don't mm-hmm. think that. So when you just look at that, unless you're trying to say it's the prison to pipe, the prison to, uh, I mean, the school to prison pipeline. And other than that, I think they're trying to sell prison. But it is it is because they said in, in 2045, not even black people, Hispanics will be the majority. Mm-hmm. And one thing we know is they're going to have some babies. They're going to have some babies. They're going to have some babies of six. 20 of them got to ride in the goddamn home. So that's the thing because they focus on family first and not materialistic stuff. They love having big families, big family gatherings. Big, they understand the roots of what we're here to do. So that's why Spanish people are going to keep doing this, keep doing this. It's not about, but once again, black women at the forefront. Some shit they don't have nothing to do with them. Let me go ahead and be Dr. Umar and be shadow banned. I am a big 
person that's against Planned Parenthood. Miss Singer, uh, what's the lady, Hillary Clinton, all those people pushed it. Bill Gates, all of that's part of that same plan. They push it in the black community. I'm going to say something before we get off of here. Melanin, we have melanin. They put melanin in computer chips right now, right? What we have in us is so amazing. It is out of this world, literally, right? Other people do not have it. So let me ask y'all a question that's going to change our life. When y'all take melatonin, that comes from melanin, right? A lot of people need melanin because they are dying from skin cancer and all kind of other stuff, right? Have y'all ever thought about the most valuable thing in this world? It ain't gold. It ain't platinum. Go Google it. You know what it is? It's melanin. But what do they get melanin from? <laughs> I preached this on the radio show one time. Melanin, like right here, is like, I forgot, like 500 something gram. So let me tell you three things that happen. When you go and they, you die and they take your body, first thing they do is plug that thing in and extract melanin out of you. They put Planned Parenthood in all these communities. Guess what? Because when you abort them babies, guess what they're taking out of them? Melanin. So when you're taking them melanin, melatonin and all that stuff, what do you think they're getting the melanin from? So, yes. Sorry to be talking well, more for a minute. That's why they push it. That's amazing. So that's two birds at one stone. Yep. We can grow our population and grow the product that's going to keep us alive. Thank you. Yeah, that's, but that's I, I met people having that Sometimes we need to st stop getting so mad at stuff and start looking at stuff and saying, that was brilliant. Now, yeah. let us come up with a brilliant plan. Instead of marching, kicking over signs, and getting mad, why don't you sit back sometime and strategize and say, hey, I don't like it, but I like what you did right there, boy. That was smart. I ain't see that one coming. Now, let me play chess. Instead of always as a community playing checkers, or you jump me, I'm gonna jump you right back. Like at some point, we gotta start thinking before we react on everything and joining every fight. Like sit back sometime and say that like our lives and our voice ain't gonna matter if it's always speaking for everything that come up on the board. Yeah, I challenge anybody to go out there and research Margaret Sanger, Planned Parenthood, Bill Gates' daddy, those over eugenics. It will blow your mind away. Oh, it gets deeper than we even think. That's why I sit here with Bill Gates and who and all this stuff now. When your president was just on there talking about we about to have, oh, we got to get ready for the second pandemic. Man, please. Huh. You know what I love about this show? You got four black men that fight stereotypes. We can have an intelligent conversation on here. We ain't talking about no BS. We're having real conversations. They don't happen a lot of places, man. So that's what I can appreciate about y'all. Don, take that challenge. I promise you, ain't no Umar conspiracy. Whether you like Umar or not, a broke <laughs> clock is right twice a day. Me and Umar did some wow. shoes together. Yeah, you know. Thank you, Negro Light. Zay, since you were not here a lot tonight, I'm going to let you go start with closing comments so you fade out. I was here in spirit. Just pray that the, the fade out guys are whoever internet guards let me do. I'm going to drop my cash out because I definitely need y'all to help me. Comcast, Adelphia, whoever you want to call them, don't like me when it comes to Monday night. So y'all can help the kid out. I'm in need. But when you do that, I definitely need you to share. Share the bloopers, share the information because these guys can speak about a lot. Hopefully they help you to see things in a different light. 
understand that it ain't just on the face value like Mario said. Don't be so quick to argue all the time. Kind of sit back and study the way they study us, and then study us on a Monday night. Share it, send it to a friend. Who else got something for? Them? Chrissy the Leo. Um. Well, as as the resident woman hater on the show. You are not. Uh, <laughs> we like to we like to highlight black excellence. So I want to highlight a black black excellence a black excellent woman. Uh, I like to get to introduce you to Melody Hubston. She was a chair. She holds. A, she's a chairman on the uh, Star Board uh, board. A director at J.P. Morgan. A chairperson at DreamWorks. The wife of uh, George Lucas, and she is now the first black female minority owner of the Denver Broncos. What Puff Daddy, what uh, Brian Allen, what uh, a couple other black people could, man, men couldn't do, this black woman did it. Medley Hubson, remember that name, man. We want. I want to give a big, big shout out to you. I want to give a big, big clap to you, man. That is black girl mag- magic. We've been trying to become owners in the NF- NFL, and uh, I just want to give a big shout out to her. Super Mario Senior, please say the scene. <clears throat> uh, that, that one kind of threw me off. I got my own reservations on that um, purchase. Me but, too. Uh, I, I'm going to leave that for another day. Um, hey, like I said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming out. And we appreciate y'all. You know, I, I talked to every one of my brothers like throughout the week. You know what I'm saying? For sure, but not every week. It's every other week to try to uh, connect. And I was just talking to Horace earlier today saying, like, um, this show is for purpose, right? Like, these conversations are engaging for purpose. Like, this meeting of the minds on Monday night is for purpose because you could be doing anything. But right now, feed into this good stuff. I was like, I say, the stuff you put in, like, sometimes y'all correct us. Sometimes y'all give us knowledge. Like, you know, we got lawyers, doctors, um, people who work, regular jobs, people who manage, all kind of people on this show right now, but we're meeting every Monday night. And we appreciate y'all. And this thing can be so much bigger if y'all can just promote it. Imagine this being what all the young black boys listen to. Imagine this being what all the misguided youth listen to. You you have that power in your hand. All you have to do is promote and share this like you do all the other memes that you see on Instagram. So I'm asking, begging, like key sweating in the rain, please, please share the Black Super Friends. And when you share it, don't just share it. Share it and tell them a personal experience that you've had while you watch. Bring them into your world. Sell it like you do all the other stuff. Just the girls' trips, the guys' nights out, and all that. Sell this because this is what the world is missing. They cancel Cosby, R. Kelly locked up, Roe versus Wade. You gotta bring something. So I'm telling you, if I, tomorrow when I see Instagram, I should see a whole bunch of reposting of the Black Super Friends from high places because I got friends in high places. We appreciate y'all. Hey, hard. I think you mentioned that song. The song you were singing was Donkey Butt, but that's another. All right, never mind. You see why the, see why the internet gods treat you so cruelly. <laughs> no word. No word. Internet gods searching in. Hey, we began our show with the uh, Rep Burgess 
from Vital Vita Wellness, located 2001 Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard, Suite 502 in West Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, she came on tonight and talked about health and wellness, uh, gave us some tips for a healthier lifestyle and weight loss. So we want to thank her uh, for coming on the show last week. Chris said that we wanted to bring more people on. We wanted to be more impactful, and we definitely want to support our uh black products, black vendors, and black businesses. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in on this episode of Monday Night Raw with the Black Super Friends. You can catch us here every Monday night. And uh, like my comrade Zay, Mario, and Chris said, we wish that you would share, message it to someone, but definitely help us spread this good word. Thank you and good night. I like to be shared, ladies. Oh, <laughs> my